Hey, welcome to Smart, Fabulous and Single. Today, I'll be doing a recap of what we've discussed so far this week. I'll also share what I think about it from a biblical perspective. So, stick around for today's episode and if you have any questions, email me at pod at sfswoman.com. Welcome to the Smart, Fabulous and Single podcast. I am your host, Trisha Ann. So, of course, today is all wrapped up where I give a quick recap and share my thoughts on the series for the week. This week, we did part two of highs and lows of marriage. We started it last week and this week we concluded. Listen, I had a fantastic time as per usual with my guests and um, I just want to share some thoughts on it, you know. So one of the things I must say is we didn't do our usual chat room or part two in the chat room, but not to worry, we're going to do a special episode to make up for that. Uh, so we went straight into man talk and then did our experts. On part two of man talk with Andre and Ronse in this highs and lows of marriage series, it was really good to hear these young married men, um, you know, give us tips and share practical examples of how to do marriage, how to prepare and to do marriage. And again, the conversation around practicing for marriage came up, you know, practicing with friends and just persons we encounter, considering beforehand, how are we going to respond in a particular situation in order to then do the same in marriage in a correct way. And so for me, it was very interesting because this is a, you know, a recurring theme that's so important. We need to practice beforehand. We need to practice with our friends how to be with people we encounter so that when we're faced with particular situations in marriage, we are better for it. Uh, As a reminder, if you've been listening to these episodes um you know we launched august 3 one day i recall mentioning this that the lord said to me once you cannot defeat a thing if you don't practice what is necessary to defeat it and so i want to remind us we cannot defeat depression if we don't practice beforehand the things that are necessary to defeat depression so that in that moment when depression comes we would know how to respond if somebody says something that would typically trigger then we would know how to counteract that trigger in a way that keeps us safe and doesn't offend them because we want to show love to them as well as keep ourselves safe so these are some of the things that you know came to mind as i listened to andre and wanted to share about practicing the other thing for me that um was very interesting and telling was how andre and and ronse spoke about this matter of allowing the man to be the man it was interesting to me to hear them talk about pastor shelley she's a pastor at our church fellowship tabernacle and um how she would always say to the women allow the man to be a man allow him to open the door allow him to help you to be seated allow him allow him let him be the man don't usurp his authority don't be too independent that he doesn't see the relationship the communication and the interdependence you know just allow the man to be the man and allow the 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 man 
to see the woman in you, the wife in you. You know, we have to be very careful that we're not too independent or we're not too, you know, don't have to have too many of our own thoughts that our team, which is what Andre called marriage, the team, right? Our team becomes about me versus we. And so I thought that was really very um, profound. And I loved when Ronse went on to say, and this woman, Pastor Shelley, who gave us this advice is meek is strong is graceful and meekness being strength and power under control she's not saying it because she's very soft and you can um run her over she's not that i know her she is so not that right the point he was trying to make is that she's still a very strong woman she's she's graceful and, and i agree with them and this woman is able to step back and allow a man to be a man and when she needs to be strong she's strong but strong as i've learned in my own experience in my previous marriage um you know because i'm divorced um and even doing these podcasts and you know sitting at the feet of my pastor you know just learning from him him being my mentor what i've learned is you know um be careful not to be condescending be careful not to take away the support that our spouse is expecting from us be careful not to dishonor him because he will thrive when he's honored respected and loved when he sees our loyalty when he sees that we regard him sarah said to abraham my lord he wants to see the wife in us and a part of that is recognizing and appreciating and knowing that we see him as lord and yes i know some men don't know how to be real men as we discussed in the previous um series our response shouldn't be dependent on his response our response should be dependent on the principles of the word of god so this is why it is so important if he doesn't know that we make a right choice in a partner to begin with when we make that right choice then we're likely to see the right responses from him the right moves from him but regardless the truth is god calls us to just do the right thing anyway if you notice in i think it's first or second peter where Pretty much the word is saying, don't, if you're a woman and you're married to a man who is not saved and redeemed and, you know, in the body of Christ, then if he's not, you have to, you want to woo him and, um, and, and court him into the kingdom based on your behavior, not your looks. And so God is depending on us to have the right attitude and behavior so that the man can be transformed not that we will transform him but that he will see god he will see jesus in us by the way we behave and you know respond and so on so i just want us to consider that and as i continue to do the recap and weave in my own thoughts we moved away from man talk and then went to ask the expert well experts in this case because i had in studio my virtual studio um, Carl and Maureen Downer. 
married for 30 years, four children, and still absolutely in love with each other. And I just enjoyed them because I could see that a marriage committed to God really does work. A marriage committed to, to Christ really does work. And we would want to think that it doesn't because of what we're seeing out there. But as I said last time, and as Carl Dona said, you know, the problem isn't marriage. The problem is the people. We're not, we're not applying the principles of the word, you know. And one of those I want to add is the choice that we make. Like, as I said, if you make a wrong choice with the spouse, then you're going to get wrong results. So if we make that right choice to begin with, we're likely to see right results. And once we make that right choice and then stand on top of the word of God, applying it, obeying it in our marriage, making Christ the center of it, then we certainly won't just be likely to see right results. We'll experience it more times than not. So I thoroughly enjoyed my conversation with Carl and Maureen, you know, Carl speaking a lot about foundation, which is really what I just talked about. <laughs> you know, the foundation is make a right choice to begin with in your spouse and, you know, coming from the right place. And then, you know, also just our own um, readiness for marriage. Readiness for marriage isn't just about marriage. Readiness for marriage is about being ready for life, period. You know, being ready for life from a kingdom perspective, from a, I am a woman of God. What am I doing with my life? And therefore, because I'm readying myself for life to do life, I am also readying myself for marriage and I'm going to do some specific things to ensure that as well and so he spoke about foundation and foundation stems from our readiness and our readiness must be in christ and it was just beautiful to hear him talk about that and just explain it in a very practical way make christ the foundation i really like when his wife picked up from that and said you know the reality is foundation includes a willingness to see the bigger picture and making your decisions based on that bigger picture. Now she didn't use those words, but that's essentially what she's saying. It's not about our emotions. It's about what Christ is doing. It's about a willingness to sacrifice because God says so and he's calling us to obey. Obedience is better than sacrifice. And it's about just pursuing the vision. That's really what it is that she said. She, she added to foundation vision. And I love that. I love that. You know, we've heard it so many different times, but we can now see it applied to a 30-year marriage that has worked. Not that they haven't seen testings and trials, but in any event, they've had many more highs and very few lows, and they've been able to navigate those lows in a really great way. And that's what I want to experience. I don't know about you. I would hope you want to experience it, and I'd certainly want you to experience it, but I know for sure that's what I want to experience. You know what I mean? I want to be armed and ready for marriage. And armed and ready means foundation, having a vision, and then that vision is shared meaning compatible and on the same page with my husband and not deviating from it but obeying christ in it and working towards it and that may mean 
sacrifices that may mean giving up my own understanding and my own desires and that my want that is exactly what i want because at the end of the day as the as the donors rightly said somebody has to give up something to ensure that this thing works and that's what christ did for us he paid the price he gave up his life he gave up his life so that our lives would, would work you know and prosper and it's the same thing in marriage it's the same thing that it, it's just so important for us to understand that you know and i think if we apply these principles marriage will work for us but i think we need to start now not later and that's how the practicing now comes back in you know how do we treat everybody we encounter at home, at work, at school? You know, how will I respond in a particular situation? Am I now thinking about the vision for my life? Do I know my purpose? You know, is the man that I'm, I'm, I'm looking at and saying, wow, he's cute or getting to know, lining up with that. Does he have the kind of, um, you know, characteristics and stuff that we spoke about in the, 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 where the real man them day? series you know that where we just spoke a lot about who a man should be a real man a sincere genuine genuine man and so on you know just all of these things that we need to consider and start to really sit before the lord and ask these questions but i think i just want to end here by talking about the fact that and the reality that it starts with us because we can't end up in a marriage with a man unless we choose to we are not in the middle east or somewhere where people are being forced into arranged marriages that's a different topic but we are in a space where we are allowed to make a choice and so it's just about starting with us right choices um, evaluating ourselves and making sure that we're on the right path and evaluating our relationship with the Lord um, to ensure that we are truly applying principles in the way that we should, you know, um, and just applying them full stop. I think we need to start to evaluate ourselves, not to, to, to begin by looking at the man and pointing finger at the man, but starting to look at ourselves. We have a responsibility and God is not going to, you know, Jesus doesn't return to say to Mary, Mary, what's the issue? And then he's looking for Mary to say, well, John this did this and John did that. No, he's gonna come to Mary to say, Mary, what's the issue? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? And then he's gonna go to John and say, John, what's the issue? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? Which is indicative of personal responsibility. That's how Jesus wants us to look at life not pointing the finger not hoping that the man will change not trying to change him or any of these things but looking at self and okay yes this series again is about relationships and this whole season primarily has been about relationships next season we'll look at other things career business and so on but here's the thing this thing about personal responsibility isn't just about relationships it's about life full stop when you're in your office and you have an issue with someone, I'm not saying that that person may not have started it or isn't treating you unfairly. All of that could very well be true. 
but we each have a responsibility and that responsibility amounts to what role am I playing? How am I going to respond? Am I doing a God thing or an own way thing? Right? So we have to start to ask ourselves these questions because how we respond will result in us being able to do life successfully. And of course, that includes doing our relationships successfully. Thank you for listening to Smart, Fabulous and Single. If you loved it, please download, subscribe, rate and share it. Then head over to our website at www.sfswoman.com to access show notes and other fantastic bonus content and resources and to sign up as a guest. You can also sign up to continue the conversation in our Facebook group. If you want to share topic ideas, email me at pod at sfswoman.com. Okay, so thanks again and don't forget to join me for new episodes Mondays to Fridays. You can also connect with me on FB and IG at Smart, Fabulous and Single. And remember, what you have on the inside of you is far greater than your circumstances, weaknesses and fears. So you already have everything you need to live life successfully. Mm-hmm.